quick disclaimer. You do not have to watch this movie in order to enjoy this episode of the podcast. It's a terrible movie. I mean, watch it if you want to. So if you so you can cringe along with us, but you can cringe plenty by our dis- our discussions of the movie. So you don't have to watch it to enjoy We Suffered for Your Pleasure. We watched it so you don't have to. Exactly. And I'm here too. <laughs> Cue the theme song. Hello and welcome to the Nothing But Nonsense podcast, where this episode, it's Morbin time. Where we're going to... Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, that we're, pretty much, we're 10 seconds in. <laughs> that, pretty much, but that pretty much sums up the entire watching experience of this movie that we forced <laughs> ourselves just, we're gonna, to watch. And we're going to... And we're gonna, uh, that, that was the plot of the movie. <laughs> oh my gosh. I literally, if I broke it down, I think I would have three pages of notes. Just I counted taken. how many individual lines of, uh, not lines of dialogue, but how many things I wrote down individually while watching the movie that I thought were stupid. And it totaled out to 41. That's a lot. I think I have about at least 40, but... Probably close, closer to like sixty. Yeah. I started. I, I started a list and then I got lazy. I oh, yeah. <laughs> we won't cover everything on our list, but I have some key ones that I definitely want to mention. You got to start wrote and a, highlight. I wrote down everything that I noticed that I just thought was absolutely stupid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My favorite part of the movie was when Morbius said it's Morbin time, and then he morphed all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. uh so I think we should start off as we do with these review type podcasts. At the end of the movie. At the end of the movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's start off with, let's just get a general vibe, everyone's vibe about this movie, and then we can go into specifics from our notes that we have. Okay. So I would like to start because honestly, I didn't, I don't think I walked away thinking it was as stupid as I thought I was going to. I don't know if it was because like all everything I've read or heard about this movie just kind of overblew my expectations for how dumb this was going to be. But honestly, I kind of wa- I kind of left it and I'm like, all right, that was just that was that was not a good movie. But I didn't walk away thinking it was like overwhelmingly stupid or anything like that. Maybe there's stuff I missed or like I wasn't paying close enough attention to or stuff like that. But definitely not a good movie and there were a lot of parts that were dumb but i didn't think it was as stupid as i thought i was going to think it was if that makes sense that's how i was in the beginning of the movie i'm like oh this isn't as bad as i was expecting and then it went downhill from there no the beginning was actually kind of decent yeah i i I went into it watching it with the perspective of they're trying to fund a cinematic universe based off of these characters based off of venom based off of morbius Based off of uh, uh, what are they doing? Uh, where they? Who's Craven the uh, Hunter? Craven the Hunter, oh, and yeah. then 
There was another one. I was like, no, there was like, yeah, that was a. We wanted to do an Aunt May movie, and I'm like, that's stupid. That is really stupid. The funny, you know, the funny. We want Aunt May, but no Peter. (laughs) While we're quickly getting off track here, talking about that, that was from a when the Sony hack happened from North Korea after they hacked it because of the uh, interview. Or in the movie where they kill Kim Jong Un, I remember that movie. And uh, they ha- Sony hacked them, and uh, North Korea hacked Sony and put out a bunch of information. That was like an email or like a list that they had found of a bunch of star- of Spider Man ideas for solo movies, and that was one of them. And it was just like these the most ridiculous ideas for movies, like oh yeah, like Aunt May <laughs> solo movie, uh, a bunch of other dumb stuff. In my personal and... opinion, there's only two characters within the Spider-Man characters, uh, or the realm of them, that deserve a movie, and that is Miles Morales and Peter Parker. That's it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'd even go as far to say maybe even a Spider-Gwen movie if they if they fancy. Yeah, possibly. I yeah. think she's better teamed up with people, but I, I would probably watch that. It depends on how they do it. Uh, yeah. You have a lot less room to work with a lot a lot of error possibilities (laughs) yeah but uh i would say so far from what i've heard from uh uh spy uh not spy uh madam web movie it seems like it's gonna be something uh i'm looking forward to yeah the idea plot sounds good yeah and i also gotta remember it's sony (laughs) <laughs> I know that's where that's where it's like hankering or like hampering my feelings about it being too excited. But so far from what I've heard from like plot leaks of it being about like a time traveling adventure where spider women are protecting a young Aunt May and Uncle Ben with a baby Peter Parker from being killed by future time traveling uh, monsters come to destroy. Yeah, it's back, got that perfect blend of weird comic booky stuff and yeah. characters you actually want to see. And also um, a bunch of good-looking actors reminds... in the main role. <laughs> well, it also kind of reminds me of uh, of Gotham, like the uh, series, because it's yeah. focusing on like you know city before Bruce took over as Batman and yeah. like early beginnings before the origins and stuff. So th- yeah. that's certainly interesting, but yeah. they can also the pooch gotham was kind of interesting one of my my one roommate in college watched it a lot so i just kind of saw saw it when it was on but i it it was interesting they did a good job with that show i watched the first season of it it was very good um i've seen gordon is pretty good but yeah Mm. let's let's uh let's grab the steering wheel of this episode and swing (laughs) it back onto the uh the lane of this uh this specifically (laughs) bad movie we're talking about but uh my thoughts on this movie, it was so cookie cutter, trope filled, by the book nonsense that how could anyone get excited about this movie? We, <laughs> you could literally predict everything that was about to happen. I literally just I was like, oh, so that's going to happen. Oh, that's going to happen. Oh, that's going to happen. And then literally five minutes later, it would all, it all happen right in a row. It's like I could see, yeah. I could see into the future. <laughs> I could see, I could I I used my Morbius echolocation to see into the future of like I could see the ball bouncing around the room and I'm like it's gonna do this and this and then I caught it with my terrible. <laughs> One thing I will give this movie credit for is that 
visually it was pretty cool. It was an interesting style. The, effect, the effects that they a... the effects that they had and stuff like that with both the echolocation and just yeah. Morbius's general movement when he was in Morbin form or whatever it's called. It yeah. was when he was it, morbing it, all over the place. Yeah, when he's morbing all yeah. around. It that that stuff was cool. I enjoyed I, I enjoyed the stylistic choices. Yeah, I I did take note that it had no reason for being as okay looking as it did. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna like, bet. I gotta break it break into my notes real quick. The scene I wrote this down while I was watching the scene on the boat when he first more when he starts start, first starts morbing all over the place. And uh this action sequence would be really cool if I didn't know as soon as it ended Jared Leto would be back. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's my main complaint about the movie. Jared Leto is such an uncharismatic blob when he's not playing some twisted mentally disturbed character like say the a terrible version of the joker or <laughs> some other ver- some other role or doing a terrible uh uh what do you call it uh, italian accent from uh the house of gucci with bad makeup on <laughs> but uh literally in the house of gucci he's like oh it's a me uh Oh, yeah. <laughs> me, me from the uh, from the house of Gucci. We got so much Gucci in this house. It's crazy. <laughs> but um, but yeah, Jared Leto is, and to pick him of all people, when I first saw like their first debut trailer of like, of like this is the movie. I was like, this seems really cool. If they had cast literally anybody else besides <laughs> uh, Jared Leto, he had to in this he role. Had... Had to go from the enemy of the bat to the bat itself. Oh my gosh! You could have just called this movie Batman, and it would have been would have made more sense. Okay. Bat, but space man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but Jared Leto is such an a, a amorphous, uncharismatic blob that he wasn't the worst in this movie. That out of force... the cast that they chose, though, is it weird that I actually didn't? Say is it weird okay. that I didn't mind Jared Leto? I actually thought he did a pretty solid job. I came in with a disdain, a very uh, hard disdain for Jared Leto, okay, knowing well, his. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of work with some uh, Hollywood people where you separate the art from the artist, but knowing Jared Leto as a per as like knowing him what he is as a person, I could not separate this from this character. <laughs> so, yeah. who who are you gonna say was worse? And if it's who I think you're gonna say. I'm gonna be so. It's angry. not Matt Smith. I okay, Matt I was gonna Smith. say if you were gonna say Matt Smith, <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna get in my car, drive the two and a half hours. Are you looking the state. at my Discord? <laughs> I was with the logo. It's, it's a TARDIS. Exactly. <laughs> the TARDIS is my Discord logo. Exactly. And for those of you that don't know, that's Doctor Who's phone booth, and of Doctor Who's. Like all of the different variations, Matt Smith is my favorite. He was. I think good. he was a wasted talent in this movie. Oh my gosh, I feel so bad for him because I watched an interview where he he's was so good in just... everything he does, and this was know. just a dud of a role. There and... was an interview where he talked about uh, Chris, Kristen, uh... what's your face? Stuart who plays? Bell? <laughs> no, I don't know if I'm saying the right name. But the girl, lady who plays. Um... Not Gamora. Uh... Oh, uh... Nebula. Nebula. Oh, you're talking about uh, Karen Gillan. Karen, I was a K. <laughs> was a K. 
but he 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 had talked to her about before taking this role and she was like oh i did a superhero movie and it was great you do do not lie to matt smith karen gillen you did a movie with james gunn a one of literally one of our greatest directors of the age he's an amazing director for what he does and within the actual mcu with the mcu with the oversight of kevin feige with the actor dave batista uh zoe saldana chris pratt um a dave myriad batista. of other the voice of uh bradley cooper the, yeah the, the voice of bradley cooper the uh the thank goodness only voice of uh, Vin <laughs> Diesel and not actual yeah. physical form. Uh, I you, am. You family. had like a way experience. You, <laughs> the fact that your main character, your charismatic superhero, who you're trying to base a franchise off, is Jared Leto. That should make that should make you take a big step back and be like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. he's, not, so he's definitely not a great choice from his agent. Yeah. yeah, I feel like he he's. I'm so happy that he's gotten. He now has the uh, House of Dragon, the Game of Thrones spinoff, to now be that everyone loves his character in that show. I love his character. I don't That's love his character. That's a quick for him. I more <laughs> love Matt Smith, and then I love the, the character. It's like a terrible person in the show. <laughs> and like so it's like hard to be like, oh, I love the character. It's like more I love Matt Smith. And so like there was a movie where uh, one of my favorite actors, Adam Scott, he was Ben Wyatt in the Parks and Rec for people who know. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm. He played a uh, in a movie where he was said to be a sex offender, and so I was like the whole time. It's like no, he's and it was very it was like vague to the point of like they could probably say like oh something like it was either false or something about it, but they never they didn't say it was false. And they honestly they went to say went so far as to say it was true in the movie. So it was like oh. For the entire time, I couldn't be like, "That's Adam Scott, one of my favorite actors. He's not. <laughs> he hasn't done anything bad." But I couldn't separate the character from the actor. I was like, "I love him," but oh yeah. my gosh, Matt Smith was one of my favorite parts of this movie. Yeah, he was so, really, really good. Uh, so let's, uh, I guess, go back to the prerequisite to our review to the actual scenes. Uh, what was your guys's overall? Out of ten, score for this movie. Out of ten, um, mine was a four. I'll go a two. Yeesh. <laughs> That's about to be eight point five. No, I, I'm not. I'm not going higher than like a five. But I think. So we're an overall score of a twelve. I'm gonna. I'm gonna drop it down to a four. Make it a score of ten. Okay. So it, it hits 10 with all three of us. Woo! There we go. <laughs> yeah. That looks fine as an own, but compared to out of 30. <laughs> yeah. It was just uninspiring. I don't know. It, it, like, I, I, like I said, I didn't come out thinking it was the stupidest thing ever, but like I didn't come out of it thinking like, wow, I really enjoyed this. Because like aside, there was really not a whole lot positive to take away from it. It was kind of just a movie. Like I said, it got worse as it progressed. I'm like, okay, this isn't horrible. At the end, I'm like, wow, I wish I wouldn't have watched this. <laughs> wow, this is horrible, actually. Yeah, it went from like a 7 to a 6 to a 5 and then a 4. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I guess, uh, so the first thing I have in my notes is they were really banking on this being associated with Marvel because they put it in there twice within their opening sequence. <laughs> I didn't even notice. Associate, emphasis on the associated. Like, yeah, hey, right. we're associated with Marvel. 
just in case you forgot, we're still associated with Marvel. We're kind of a Marvel movie, if you think about it. Kind of an also, MCU movie. Also, the opening sequence and the ending sequence looks like it's straight out of Tron, and it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, I, it was it I, was a weird stylistic choice, because you're right, it was almost futuristic, yeah. techy looking, which I'm didn't like, really match the I'm like, this is a vampire movie. dude. Like, yeah, he's a science vampire, but not a vampire from tron yeah the trailer did the the trailer did the thing where the letters like looked like they were blood and they got kind of drained and stuff and it's like yeah. that works for what the movie actually is yeah. not the trailer i will always kind of hold to this opinion sony does a good job with their trailers oh yeah advertising yeah. Mm-hmm. really good at that so whoever's working in the marketing department that's off you're making horrible movies look good um <laughs> This guy's directive the is the production sell, get, part is horrible. Get butts, get butts and seats. Get butts yep. and seats. Which and... They did. Morbius didn't go. It didn't lose money somehow. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Their box office, and uh, so their box office was over double their their budget. Wow. <laughs> That's the general rule of thumb: is you gotta make double what you put into it because of marketing expenses. So did they you just, did. You just say you got. Did you even. just say McDouble or make double? <laughs> McDouble. Okay. They probably gotta... celebrated with a McDouble because that's I probably all they could You got afford. a McDouble. I'm like, did you just make <laughs> it a was, McDonald's It was close joke? to breaking even, but they somehow made money. That's pretty surprising. Yeah. Do you think? Uh... Do you think that stemmed purely from the fact that it was affiliated with Marvel loosely? I think it stemmed from the memes. <laughs> Maybe that too. I know it sounds. Re- I know it sounds really dumb to say seventy-five million dollars is. But in the grand scheme of things with movies, it's not a lot of money. Yeah. So, for a superhero movie. Yeah, I when mean, you look yeah, when you look at seventy five mil, they did a pretty good job with the VFX. I will give them that. Not much else. Yeah, because they cause they had like so many months of extended time to after this movie got pushed back and back and back and back and back to uh work on it. Mm-hmm. Morbius yeah. original. Oh. You guys have any comments about the opening scene? Because I do. The opening scene, the one where he flies in on the helicopter to the cave and everything. Yeah. Okay, I hated the line, do you need a doctor? And he goes, I am a doctor. I am a doctor. Just <laughs> super. Just, <laughs> it's so horrible. Given that that's literally the first line of the movie, I'm like, really? You couldn't be more creative than that? Like, <laughs> I took note of the fact that Michael Morbius is Captain Obvious because he just says the most obvious thing <laughs> after someone asks him stuff. Like, uh, let me see if I can find... I had two other quotes from him in the movie. Um, there were a lot of bad ones. <laughs> so, another one he says is, I've got a problem. No dip. <laughs> I wrote down for the opening, men shout in Spanish to show you are not in America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think. The, uh, and I then think... Why does it matter if you are here after? Because one of the characters says, "We better not be here after dark." And <laughs> it's like, it's like, why does it matter if you are here after dark if you have a helicopter? Yeah. They literally flew flew in on a helicopter. That you seems... timed it out. Why would you time it so you only have two seconds? Yeah, yeah, exactly. By all means, you a perfectly functioning helicopter that you could just leave at any time. Mm-hmm. And he's like, as soon as Morbius <clears throat> gets up to the. Uh, to the to the to the cave thing and does his water why i don't understand what the water thing is 
have no clue it happened what that here. was supposed to do to trap them. And also, was, how did he get oh, all yeah. of the bats in the helicopter? There? I was confused by that, too. I couldn't figure out what the trap was actually supposed to be doing, because it looked like it was just sitting there doing nothing while he's just standing there with his hand bleeding. Like, I couldn't make sense of what he was actually trying to like, yeah. I knew he was trying to trap them. them come, Go ahead. All come, came, like, flying at him as soon as he cut his hand open. I'm like, that's probably I not think... how that works. Yeah, it's a quick reaction think, time okay. from the bats. This and is also me trying sucks to decipher before his... he's a vampire. Yeah. I think this is me trying to decipher this is me trying to decipher bad writing. So I think what it was happening is he cut his hand and then he put it in the water thing. So I think the water was supposed to carry the smell of the blood and then that was supposed to attract the bats. I think. Because then later on what? when he's fighting in the in the sewer puts his hand in the water to like make the water vibrate oh yeah that didn't make any sense to me either i mean we're jumping quite a bit ahead but that was another point i was going to bring up with yeah. what the frick was that so <laughs> yeah that that yeah. opened i think going back to the line that i pointed out with the are you do you need a doctor it's like what a weird place to ask him that he just took a helicopter ride all the way out to this cave and like he's getting off the helicopter where other people were also gets off the helicopter by himself might i add and then this dude yeah. just goes, do you need a doctor? It's like, it was so obviously shoehorned <laughs> in there so he could just tell him he's a doctor. It was a trailer line. Yeah. It was a trailer oh, yeah. line. It was Absolutely. Slimy. He'd been on a flight with them. They saw his crutches in the flight. They probably talked to him. They probably helped him get on the, the helicopter. And they're like, do you need a doctor? No, Dawson, it's even worse than that. They saw him get on the helicopter. <laughs> I, that's what I'm <laughs> they saying. They probably him. helped him get on the helicopter yeah. when... When they flew, flew they like, watched took off. Him walk to the helicopter and get on. And that, the entire time, he's like, this guy seems fine. And then as soon as they get <laughs> to the Costa, I think it's Costa Rica. Yeah. Costa Rica. Now, now that we're in another country, do you need a doctor? <laughs> you need a doctor? It's I know like, one oh that gosh. can uh, do a kidney transplant for you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah that was That's a, that, that was a great tone setter for what the rest of this movie was going to turn into. Oh, yeah. Speaking of the opening, I wrote down, I said, young Morbius is perfect casting as he is just as uncharismatic as adult Morbius. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Apparently, apparently he's a genius, too, and he fixed complex machine with a yeah. spring. I said, kid dies, <laughs> kid dies to try and get away from Morbius, but he refuses to let him off that easily. <laughs> <laughs> And then I wrote down, Doctor gets rid of Morbius because he sucks. <laughs> Dude, he shipped bullies? him off to America school. Oh, that I don't know if you guys said thought about the, uh, or like noticed anything with the bullies. I outside. thought I thought to myself, there's no way they can see through the window. <laughs> like I thought to myself, well, I don't these are the worst bullies ever because all they're doing is just oh look, okay, I can't I walk. <laughs> I don't like, think they were bullies they're... until after, until when he actually, when Milo actually went outside. Which yeah, even then they were stupid. They, like, I know. <laughs> I, I could not believe that the dialogue was just. Oh, that was literally what they were doing. Not to, not to mention that letter flying out of his hand just is completely laugh. bogus. There's no they way and that make letter random flown noises, out the window. And then Milo beats the crap out. Of yeah. Them. That Three was kids one... bully Milo because villain reason. Yeah, right. That was one positive was him hitting the kid with the crutch was a very satisfying moment. It was like a it was a nice sound 
when he hits them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One positive from this movie. Morbius is such a nothing character, even in the comics. Oh yeah. He's such a nothing character that they got they got I'll say three things out of his character from the comics. He's a vampire, he's from Greece, and he has uh he wears black and purple. Those are the three <laughs> things they took away. And so they got he's a vampire, they had the black and purple in the logo, and then he was wearing a black coat with a purple inside at the end. So his tra- his his uh chemtrails when he was flying around, morbing all over the place <laughs> were were black and purple. And then he got bullied in Greece. Nailed it. Nailed the character. Way, 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 to, way to get away with it. Uh, way yep. to get away with it. But, oh my gosh. So, um, let's see. I'm looking at my notes to see what I'm going to... Um, no. Experiment mixing bat and human DNA is illegal because reasons. Also, <laughs> also he was doing that illegal stuff with an eye shot of his patient's room because they looked at the mouse coming back to life from their patient's room. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about you want to talk about patients? He put that little girl in a coma. In a coma. Yeah. <laughs> and never came he never came back. No, he didn't. That yep. little girl is still in a coma and will forever remain in a coma <laughs> because he never came back and there will never be a sequel to this movie. <laughs> He made a medical yep. decision. That girl is in a coma, and her nurse is dead. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, good luck, little girl. <laughs> so, so, something I noticed was uh, with uh, the test that brought the mouse back, they said test 117, uh, which that in itself isn't like that bad. But when right. they're on the boat... Oh, yeah. He's injecting himself. It's 243. Yeah, it's like, how many experiments did you conduct between the, between those Over two? Over double. <laughs> how long have you been on this boat? Long time. <laughs> like, how many also, mice did he just kill? All right. Let's talk about the boat, because I was so ticked off about this dumb boat scene that had repercussions throughout the entire rest of the movie. So... He gets on this boat. This is for our listeners who have not seen the movie, which is all of you. You shouldn't watch this movie. Uh, so he gets on this boat. He hires, for some reason, a full team of like 12 security guards yeah. with automatic weapons for some reason. Yeah, like what were they why? afraid of happening? <laughs> like we were, They were in, inter- it said international waters. They went to international waters because these experiments are illegal because. Reasons. Because they needed a third set piece besides Costa Rica, <laughs> New York City, and they needed a third set piece boat. to uh, make to make this movie interesting. They, so they, chose they boat needed to make a... him an anti-villain too. They got to exactly. make him do some illegal stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> they made. So he goes in this way. So we see the security the security team. They're just off doing their own thing, playing cards. They're like, "Oh, this is the game. Paid to sit around do nothing." <laughs> and so. The next time we see the security guard is after Martine has injected uh, Morbius with the Morbius serum. And so the first thing we see of him is he's all, oh, I'm macho. I've got a security security guard. (laughs) I've got a big gun. I'm sexist, so I'm going to walk in here. Hey, nurse. Oh, it's doctor. I noted that exact thing. You're still the help. Yeah, what a stupid scene. Is a racist (laughs) comment. But you know what that entire scene proves is I said, I said right here, 
security guard is mean and sexist, so he won't feel bad about his murder. <laughs> and so Michael Morbius, Dr. Michael Morbius, comes out of bat form, gives his, his girlfriend a concussion, then proceeds to murder, I think it's eight people? Yeah, Goes something on to like murder that. eight people. Yeah. And the entire rest of the movie... A cop, you can't say this is speculation because the cop literally says this. The cop who Tyrese, Tyrese Gibson's partner. The, Rodrigo. Uh, Rodriguez. I don't even want to know his name. I hate him so Jim much. Rodriguez. Uh, that's who I was going to say is the worst character oh, in this movie. I hate movie. him so much. <laughs> he's so I, bad. He's, he's not like, good. Can Morbius suck this guy's blood out already? Because I'm so... Sick of this dude. <laughs> he He's walks the into the he walks into the scene and he goes, "Oh, we haven't had a thing this bad since San Francisco. It's a vampire." <laughs> but you see, the only reason for his existence is because they gave Tyrese no lines. He has no lines. He's got no lines. Okay, which is why he's one of the best parts of this movie. Exactly because <laughs> he doesn't so speak in in uh in the so in that scene where they're interrogating Morbius after the so the alleged alleged murder of Wait. the uh, n- nurse. He says, oh, you murdered, you killed those eight security guards. Oh, well, they were probably guilty of something. That doesn't matter. Yeah. He killed eight people. You have the yeah. evidence that he killed eight people. Dude. Nobody cares. Milo, <laughs> Milo takes the Morbius serum, becomes Morbi- comes dark Morbius, and kills one person. He kills one, honest to goodness, innocent person. Mm-hmm. If we're going by the establishment of this people, these people are mean and rude, so that that that's okay if they murder them. Milo kills one innocent person, one innocent person kills the nurse. But we've already we've already established that when you go full morb, when you start morbing all over the place, you lose control of yourself and you can't really control your actions. So Milo can be pat. I he still committed murder, but if we're holding them to the account that they killed somebody, Morbius killed. So many more people. The only other person that Milo kills in anger, deliberately kills, is uh, Doctor Nick. I think his name is. It's just, just uh, Gerard Harris, who's she uh, sucked. He's an amazing actor. What is he? he was in this movie for five minutes? Yeah, and all of the scenes, like like with his character, sucked because he's yeah. like, oh, I'm not choosing favorites, but if I had to, it would be you. What's this? Exactly. I already forgot. What's this guy's name? I'm trying. I'm googling because I don't remember this character. Also, uh, Gerard, Gerard, Gerard Harris. Andrew, he's an, um, he's an amazing actor. <laughs> oh, because that guy! I don't. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't want this particular note to be skipped over because I think it's ironic. Uh, is back in the boat scene. For once, the black guy died last. There you go. <laughs> Not first, like in exactly. like in Jurassic Park all those years ago. Yeah, or um, like every horror movie ever. And and Martinez or, or Rodriguez. I was looking at Martine's name because I have a note about her too. I think it's Rodrigo. It is Rod. Is it Rodriguez? Rodriguez. Or... Rodrigo. Yeah. Dumb, Rodrigo plays dumb for the mustache Lions. guy. Yeah, I think uh, I wrote down his dumb mustache guy. Dumb Martine, mustache guy. I guess he. Uh, so I have a note about Morbius when he comes up to her after the whole thing. He doesn't pick her up or, like, make sure she's okay. He just puts a blanket on her when she's surrounded by shattered glass. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, you'll be okay. Jumps off the boat and 
the cops, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, someone probably, they probably jumped off the boat, and Rodriguez says, it happens. It happens. Exactly. <laughs> he also listened, he was trying to find a heartbeat, so he listened to her mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and I, to her mouth. I have another Morbius, useless, Captain Obvious quote. Uh, when he's talking about echolocation, he's just like, for he's like, echolocation, that's yada yada yada. Like, the audience doesn't know what echolocation is. Right. And I'm like, you can assume what echolocation We is. know what echolocation is. You're taught we're that in elementary school the, for some reason. Yeah, we're past the second grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> But I go back real quick. I want to go over Milo's victims. I want to go over Milo's victims. Okay. The nurse, the innocent nurse. Okay. She was bad. Uh, then Dr. Nick. Okay. That was sad. That was, I guess, sad. Supposed to be sad. But then really let's sad. go to the other people he kills. He kills a, uh, going out the basis that Morbius killed a bunch of people, but they were mean and sexist. So it's okay for them to die. <laughs> it was based off of that. That was, they were mean and he was, and that one guy was not nice. So it's okay for them to die. Yes, it's okay absolutely. for them to die. So, uh, so the, he, his victims are the mean newspaper man who oh, was making yeah. fun of more is making fun of his friend, and then the guy who was mean to him at the bar. Mm-hmm. Those are his victims that he's killed. So, why is why is he under such scrutiny? And he didn't. He wouldn't have killed those people, and he wouldn't have killed those cops in the subway if it wasn't for Morbius starting the fight. He started <laughs> the fight. Yeah, that is Milo true. was perfectly reasonable. Like, let's go have a calm conversation about something. Morbius was like, "No, I gotta get this Morbius serum out of you and out of me." So <sighs> it's terrible, <laughs> dude. So. But, uh chronologically we're coming up on the dumbest scene in the movie uh my opinion (laughs) that's it's not the dance scene i was gonna say that's the best scene in this movie (laughs) um the worst scene in this movie is when morbius locks himself in that glass room and he's like i need to test how long i can make it without blood (laughs) and milo comes in he's hobbling on over and uh He's like, oh, Morbius, are you okay? Morbius goes up to the the glass, and instead of saying anything, because we can clearly hear him from the other side of the glass, <laughs> like instead of saying anything, he writes out blood in his in own blood. blood. And when you think about it, he's writing it backwards. Because yeah. he <laughs> because <laughs> Milo has to read it. <laughs> and without and, well, and then he takes the time to underline it. And, and Milo doesn't hesitate. He just goes, okay, grabs the blood, gives him the blood, doesn't question the fact that he just drank it. Speaking of blood. And then about- he proceeds to like transform, and Milo's like, oh, you fixed yourself. Cool. <laughs> like- yeah, that's a discount for Milo. It's like, Milo, this obviously has setbacks. He literally just showed you the setbacks. He has to drink blood. And Miles like, okay, that sounds fine. That's good. That's all chill. That's as long kosher. as I can walk. Exactly. Which is basically the reason for Milo, <laughs> be, Milo being the villain. Is he wanted to walk. Morbius got to walk and be cool. I also wrote down, uh, 
Morbius abs are severely, severely discounted because they're attached to Jared Leto's face and personality. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he got abs and he got to he got to be all cool. But that's not okay. Milo can't have that. No, <laughs> no fun for Milo. No. Which isn't even his real name. You know, right. he kept. That's the worst part of his, this movie. <laughs> he kept calling him Milo. You know why he called him Milo in the first place? Because so many people were living next to Morbius and dying as a child. He just kept calling them all Milo because it was a disingenuous nickname for the people that were just going to eventually die and leave him alone. Which oh. is why he sucks before he's a vampire. He's not a nice person. Exactly. He's already he's a sociopath. Sucks. <laughs> yeah. He sucks. Put all the but, all the guys who drove him and flew him there in the helicopter, he put all their lives at risk because those bats could have eaten them or killed them. And as yeah, a kid, he's like, I'm not going to call vicious. you by your real name. Yeah. I'm going to just call you by this name. Apparently isn't yours the most... for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently bats are the most vicious creatures on the planet, and nobody told me. Because <laughs> everyone in this movie is terrible. Fight the bats, and yeah. for some reason, it's illegal for Morbius to have a tube of bats in his office, in his personal office. Because Martine says something like, "You're gonna get in trouble for having these bats." What's wrong with the tube of bats in Morbius's office? Why can't he have a tube of bats? What? What's <laughs> the? Okay, I want to talk quickly about Martine. Martine's actress is very beautiful and very <laughs> capable. Why right. is she with this amorphous, non-charismatic blob? Of she's. <laughs> He she's sucks. also an Andor, I noticed. <laughs> yeah, and she's really good in Andor, and still very good looking. <laughs> so I, so the jury's still uh, centered on that. Like, okay, she's into she's into Garib, 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 Gabriel Luna in Andor, Tim guy, who's I guess you could say he's like a solid six or seven, but Gabriel Luna, who's like a solid nine, like of course that makes sense, and they have personality. Gabriel Luna is a cool edge, uh, riding the edge rogue. Tim has got a job and he's somewhat cool. Tim has got a job. Tim, Tim <laughs> has a job and isn't and doesn't suck. So he, he, he's in the win category. But swinging it back to Morbius, like why is she with him and why does she stay with him? Like he left is her he... on that boat. Yeah, is sure. She he called for even help. His girlfriend. For all of this, like they kiss once. It's, yeah, I think it's also supposed to be like a will they, won't they? When I it's... don't even know if they were in the first place. <laughs> Worst line in the movie is between them two. Like, you have so a lot. You have a lot of worst lines. <clears throat> no, this one is. This one is the worst, line, the worst line. When they started writing. <laughs> <laughs> the worst line gotta, was, "Hey, we should make find... this movie about Morbius." That was the worst line. <laughs> I gotta find the exact quote because it's it's hilarious. At what point uh, you're finding that? I just I just found a note. <clears throat> I just realized a note in my uh, in my thing. These powers would be <clears throat> super cool if the entire concept of this character wasn't ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So Morbius goes. <laughs> she gets Martin Martine to kiss him. It's Martine to kiss him by saying, "Close your eyes. Move closer." And then smooch smooch like, <laughs> like that's so so i forgot about that sexy that was, and appealing that it's was just, bad close your eyes yeah. Oof, uh, um, and I milo the... is just a rooftop away 
touching them. That was okay. Exactly. That was one of the dumbest. Why is he angry it's about like, this? It's like, why is Milo standing there first of all, and then also why is he so bothered? And by how this? does Morbius not see? Exactly. Why is Milo so angry? He could get girls. He gets. He almost gets a good-looking girl at the bar. Right. Like he could get girls. Go get girls and don't kill them. Don't be a Dracula. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that up, Dawson, because I didn't. Again, I forgot to take extensive notes because I was just so I was just so lazy about it. But that that scene was one of the dumbest. I hated that scene so much. I'm like, what? What is this? It's like they needed a reason for Milo to be angry yeah. at Morbius for the movie. So they're like, uh, we'll just have him watch <laughs> him and Martine kiss, and uh, that that'll be it. That'll be the reason. We're good. We got yeah. it. I guess so, while I'm on quotes, I should mention two Rodriguez quotes oh, that gosh. were right by this. Back to Rodriguez. So, when Rodriguez is chasing Martine, she runs into like a gas station or whatever. Oh, he, yeah. He goes up to the guy and he goes, the woman in the jeans, where did she go? It was a bold <laughs> assumption that, A, this clerk would take note of this person who, ran, who, as far as he knows, didn't even interact with him when she ran in. He doesn't know that she said something to him when he ran into the when she ran into the store. So that was just a bold assumption of his that he would even A, have interacted with her or B, taken note of her at all. all right. Yup. Right. Another Speaking one that of... came after that was that's what these bloodsuckers do. They multiply. Yeah, that was a bad one. <laughs> that also didn't Speaking make any of, sense. Speaking of, of bad quotes, you don't want to see me when I'm hungry. You wouldn't like me when I'm hungry. He oh, rips yeah. off the Hulk. <laughs> I wrote that. Like I wrote that down, and then I put the barf emoji after it. <laughs> it's terrible. Okay, okay. I want to talk about two things. I want to talk about two things. One, the Deus Ex Machina that is artificial blood, because from the beginning of the movie, after the flashback <laughs> sequences with young Milo and Morbius, he's like getting a Nobel Prize for artificial blood, which he denies. Yeah, I, I didn't quite get that either. <laughs> because it was a quote-unquote uh, result of a failed experiment. Okay, dude, so what? Just so, accept it So was and penicillin. don't suck. Penicillin was an accident. Like <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. What are, what are you talking about, dude? And so then the entire rest of the movie, which, uh, first of all, it made sense that he had artificial blood in his lab. That yeah, makes sense. That makes but sense. But then he goes on the street and paramedics have artificial blood for some reason? Just conveniently. Why? <laughs> I was like, I wrote down, I said, super convenient that everyone has artificial blood in this universe. Okay. I carries around Morbius's specific blue artificial blood. <laughs> like... What's going on? So that's the dumb thing of like, oh, we have to show that he made artificial blood so we don't have to explain it later. Next thing I want to talk about, Tyrese Gibson. I don't remember his character's name because it wasn't – I don't even know if it was said. He's probably <laughs> said once and I don't even yeah. remember. Oh, yeah. But uh, he some, – some, from some of the quotes and interviews, he was pretty excited about this movie. <laughs> he even talked because about because he had like five minutes in the movie yeah. and he didn't. He was know originally what the movie supposed was to have some sort of robot mechanical arm. You could see it in one of the trailers. He has like <laughs> robot stuff on his arm. And he even talks about how his arm is supposed to have superpowers of some kind. Which, char arm. which character was this? Sorry, I was googling if paramedics carry artificial blood. Which they apparently first responders are actually either required or encouraged to carry it around with them. So. It's not. It doesn't make. Yeah. It doesn't make the least bit of sense that people seem to have it around. But it was. But it was Morbius specific blue artificial blood. Right. Yeah. That's that's where it gets a little. That was the, that was the difference. <laughs> but he was the other cop. 
Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was he was supposed to have a robotic arm or a superhero arm of some kind in this movie. So I wrote I wrote I hate Tyrese Gibson's partner, which I do. Uh, Tyrese and also Tyrese should punch the production designer that gave him that mustache because <laughs> it's awful. Yeah, not good. And so apparently his direction for every scene was to walk around and stare at everything, and then at one point pull your gun out and point it at Mar- Morbius. Because if you watch every <laughs> single scene he's in, when he's on the boat, he has like a few lines, but he just stares at everything. He goes to arrest Morbius, he has a few lines, but then chases Morbius to the roof and pulls his gun on, the most exciting thing he does in the entire movie, which is <laughs> He's an exciting. actual competent cop. Exactly. Yeah. Then they break into Martine's appointment, apartment for some reason, because <laughs> yeah. she's a fugitive now. So they break into her apartment, and then he walks around and stares at everything. And then at the ending fight, when they're chasing Morbius into the sewer, he walks around and stares at everything. <laughs> so he's just, he's just his entire direction <coughs> was just to, uh, just to um, stare at everything. So uh, I've written down, why do cops have superhero cuffs? Because when they arrest Mar- Morbius, they put superhero cuffs on him. Then well, they put him in a regular jail cell. Why yeah. were there so <laughs> many? doors in that prison <laughs> and also there were so it's a prison how did he get blood into a prison he well, smuggled he it carried it on him he was a lawyer and it was supposed to be that makes sense yeah like... but you get so even if you're like a lawyer you get a pat down speaking you of that can't blood... smuggle things into prison Dawson, this movie is very dumb i don't think we need to pick it down i think we can just rule it off as <laughs> stupid writing but he takes the blood Drops it in such an obvious place on right. the bed that the guard looking thing could have seen the blood bag. And you want to talk about the blood? Every time he goes ham on one of those blood bags, it is so uncomfortable. Yeah. It's like yeah. a so kid downing a Capri. Weird. Dude, I know okay, exactly. The, okay, one issue I have with this movie is I don't do blood or hospitals or needles or stuff like that well, particularly in movies. So I'll admit I, I actually I actually skipped a few scenes because I'm like uh, <laughs> I'm like oh I'm not gonna be able to sit through it. Like I actually think like really like the scene the scene where he puts the girl in the coma I skip part of that one or some of the scenes where he's drinking the blood I'm like oh god I just don't need to see this. I had to lay down at one point so that wasn't great. Um, exactly. So that that was one issue I had with this movie, but yeah, no, you're right. Every time he'd slurp those things down, it was just like, ugh, very unsettling. I Jared Leto actually slurped some sort of liquid because he's a weirdo freak. Yeah, right. Um, he tries to be a method actor too. Yeah. They're like, Jared, uh, you, Jared, you can just drink it normally. He's like, no, it must happen this way. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Morbius did eight <laughs> murders, but Milo only did one. But it's okay because Morbius people were mean. Uh, Milo is evil because reason. So yeah, you can get into right. Milo's character of being dark Morbius, Morbius, uh, shadow Morbius, whatever you want to call him. The he's he, re- the hero, he's but evil in a and likes. Shade. Yeah, he's evil and likes killing people for fun because. Exactly. <laughs> There's no <laughs> honest reason besides the fact of him being like, "I'm free. I don't have to." Uh, I don't. I'm. I'm not sick anymore, and my entire life has been to get rid of this sickness. Sickness. I've been funding my funding my best friend's uh, best friend's uh, medicine, so it will help us not get sick anymore. <laughs> and so then he gets the serum, and now all of a sudden he wants to kill people for fun. 
Because <laughs> why? <laughs> Which so and they have their first fight. Like and they're like, you know, crashing through buildings and whatnot or like they're down in the subway mm-hmm. and they fall onto the ground at like you know, they're fighting her all around these people and then they like snap out of it for a second and they slide across the ground. Still got their like vampire faces on. And uh, a woman so a woman was walking by them and just goes Goodness. <laughs> and I'm like, well, at least they depicted New York accurately. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it does see it does seem New on York brand. would just be like that's eh, yeah, every Tuesday. <laughs> like, awesome. Like the New Yorkers back. could not care any less. Yeah. So that is a positive for this movie. Yeah. yeah. Going back to uh, Milo when he, when he came out of the prison, uh, Daily Bugle reference because, oh yeah, this is somehow connected to Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Which I never saw the uh, art on the wall of Spider-Man that was in the trailer. I don't they, think that shot the director, was in the movie. The director said that they put that in the trailer without given without his prior knowledge to it. So it was never intended to be in the movie. Hmm. Well, that so, does make it a little less confusing as to which yeah. universe this is in, I guess. Yeah. So uh after after Milo kills all those cops in the in in the subway, I wrote cops mistake villains work for hero trope. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but they kind of figured that one out quickly, didn't they? There wasn't a yeah. whole lot of suspense around that point. It was just kind of yeah, like, yeah. I think it was literally like a scene or two later, the cops were like, wait a minute, enhance. And then they're like, that's not the, that's not the yeah. same guy. All right. I want to talk about the one scene where that actually made me chuckle and made me actually think, oh, this this isn't bad. This is actually pretty good. The scene where Martine and uh, Morbius go to the diner after Morbius is all fugitive mode. They're sitting there and she's like, do you want some coffee? And he's like, oh, I switched off DKIT. Oh, yeah, that was caffeine. actually funny. <laughs> and she's like, oh, it's not, it's not giving. He's like, oh, okay. And it's the whole gag of her trying to put <laughs> him, trying to get her trying to get him to put his hand to the sun. And he goes like, <laughs> he goes and like, ah, oh, not that kind of Dracula or vampire. And I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. I'm glad you guys wrote one funny scene in this terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> and so that leads into. That goes right back into the dumbest scene. So these guys come into the diner. And oh, they're, yeah. And they're trying to pay with counterfeit bills. And then they're offering the oh, yeah. waitress counterfeit bills just so they can buy some food. And so literally anyone I know who isn't like a manager or super scrutinizing or cares would probably just be like, $100 bill? Okay. Put it in that <laughs> register. Give you yep. the change. Goodbye. Yeah. Deal with problems later. But... Morbius decides these guys are hardened criminals. They must be stopped. <laughs> and they have a lab somewhere. So he follows them, walks into the basement of this building where they have their whole counterfeiting lab going in. And Morbius is like, oh, I'm going to need your lab. And, and you guys have some cool stuff in here. I'm going to need it. And the guy walks up and he, the guy reasonably gets up and says, uh, excuse me, I think you have the wrong place. And goes on a bunch of times to tell Morbius to get out. And then rightfully defends himself, mm-hmm. his friends, and his property from uh, from this stranger who he, he <laughs> for all he knows, Morbius could whip out some guns and shoot all of them. He doesn't know. So the yeah, man goes right. for a knife and goes to stab Morbius. Morbius then goes on and tortures 
this man. He breaks every finger, every finger on this guy, and every bone mm-hmm. in this guy's hand, yep. and makes jokes about it the entire time. That makes a dumb Venom reference for some yeah, stupid which, reason. Yeah, another cops re- don't even know who Venom is. I was gonna say that was another. They, they don't like, know that that's his name. That was another <laughs> like, oh, haha, this is a Spider-Man universe. Also, that line was in the movie, and then he go in the trailer or in the trailer. I mean, it was in. Oh crap! And that line was in the trailer, and um, he then goes, ah, just kidding, Doctor Michael Morbius at your service, and they just took that out completely, which made the Venom joke even make less sense because <laughs> yeah, he just says he it, just like, oh, and it just moves on, and then just moves on without saying anything. Yeah. He's framing he would have said, for just kidding, now? Dr. Michael Morbius, after he broke the guy's fingers, I'd have been like, <laughs> holy cow. Yeah, no, it's like, it's almost like... relieved it a little bit of being like, oh, I'm not actually going to kill you. But then he just let, lets him go, and he's like, he's like, oh, uh, ibuprofen and some ice. And it's like, dude, you just broke every bone in his hand. <laughs> they set themselves <laughs> up like, for failure uh, with that line. Yeah. Because <laughs> there, no win- no- there was no winning that scene back over with yeah. that line in it. I wrote this This note that uh, Morbius tortured a man who was committing the most harmless crime and was defending himself and his property. (laughs) If you rank the crimes based on its effect on people and, like, their their livelihoods, uh, counterfeiting is, like, at the bottom. Not enough to be tortured in order to get your counterfeiting lab. (laughs) Yeah. And then Which I wrote this is, science this montage. Is right before. Science montage. Yep. This is right before, or like right after, I guess. Because uh, well, this is a line from when they're in the diner. Uh, he goes, uh, I'm running out of time because the artificial blood is going to be wearing off quicker and quicker. And he's like, I'll become like Milo if I switch to the red. And <laughs> our teen's response is just, you won't. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> also, I'm like, no, because you're worse. You won't get better. Also, something we forgot to note: Why doesn't he drink the dozens of blood bags that are in the freezer at his office? Well, he takes them all with him at one point, doesn't he? No, he just takes a bunch of uh, uh, artificial blood. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, I see. He just takes artificial blood. But th- that's like, oh. This is this is uh, this doesn't affect anybody. I'm not killing anybody, and I need this so I don't go on a rampage. But he's like, "Oh, I'll turn out with Milo." Milo chooses to do all the stuff that he did. At no point did we see Milo losing control. Right. Yeah. That is. That's a good point. What? It kind of okay. it kind of uh, renders his whole argument a little useless when you yeah. think about it that way. Uh, I also have a note. Milo's dance scene is the greatest scene in cinematic history. <laughs> Matt Smith put his heart and soul into that dance and it was amazing. It was it was fantastic. It was amazing. It was so good. Everything about it was hilarious and amazing and beautiful. And also the little dance he does after killing the cops in the subway. Oh he yeah. Just, like, does a little he does like does a little jig. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, that that I appreciate the commitment of Matt Smith yeah. in it. But I wrote Matt Smith dancing is the worst dancing scene Sony has ever done because they've had the Spider-Man scenes. I don't know. Where he's that's, dancing. I don't know, man. That's, that's a rich cool. one. I, it's above that's, the scene. It's, all, it's, it's above the bad. dance scene. It's above <laughs> the dance. It, uh, for ranking the the dance scenes of Sony, it's about neck and neck with the uh, walking down the thing, walking down the. Yeah, the, the street and the finger point dancing. Yeah. But it's above <laughs> the. It's it's so far above the scene where uh, 
uh, Peter punches Mary Jane in the face. Oh, that's an awful scene. That, that scene is so he, much worse. Yeah. <laughs> it's above that scene, but it's neck and neck with the Phoenix the st- finger. The street scene. Hands. The street scene in that movie has like a certain like quirky, weird charm to it. That scene in the karaoke yeah. bar or whatever. That it's just awful. It's so hard <laughs> to sit through. Well, at least they serve a purpose to the plot. I will say, like, yeah. The, it's to show that Peter's off his rocker. We, like, we need an excuse for Mary over. Jane to hate him, so we'll just make him soccer in the face in yeah. public. It'll be awesome. <laughs> but, but the dancing <laughs> scene with Matt Smith was just to show that he's got abs and he's gonna go out and which he, are he's he's gonna try and get a girl essentially yeah. because of the music mm-hmm. and. Uh, <laughs> He I wasn't said, trying to kill her. He was just trying to buy yeah. a nice lady a drink. Yep. So I said it's trashy while trying to be classy and also absurdly cheesy at the same time. But Not I feel like in a that's, good way. <laughs> but I feel like that's on par with um with uh what do you call it? uh Spider Man three. The whole idea of Spider Man three is that Oh yeah. This is what Peter Parker <laughs> thinks an edgy cool guy is supposed to be. Nerd <laughs> bland nerd Peter Parker is supposed to think this is what edgy cool guy looks like. It acts yep. like so somebody who's been um been handicapped their whole life and hasn't been able to do stuff like this all of a sudden he's like oh i'm free this is what i'm gonna do i'm gonna dance i'm gonna do a little yeah. jig I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah i'm gonna make a love i'm gonna get down tonight yeah no it makes a lot it like makes a lot of again. sense it makes a lot of sense actually because it's a guy so, who literally has not been able to do stuff like that so as i will soon defend as he gets this dance to, to my <laughs> deathbed i'll defend this dance to my deathbed I everyone will. loves it's... to forget that dan- uh, dancing scenes are not like something that first started in spider-man 3 either with sony where did it start we had a montage where he's not really dancing as much but it's the uh like the sunshine one raindrops uh oh raindrops yeah. falling yeah. on my head who is, yeah. wait, very who is, good. Who is and that's this? why no one thinks about it but it's, it's, a, uh, it's a song montage yeah, spider-man, spider-man 2. 2 oh spider-man 2 and he's yeah, got he, no he gets su- his power. superpowers he's just he's just peter at that point and he's like wow this is great like that's when you get the hot dog scene. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he, eats his, he eats his uh his soy hot dog or it's like oh there's dog. a fire over there. I'm gonna take a bite of a hot dog. <laughs> nom 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 hot dog hot dog. Okay, so I have a few nitpicking uh, notes. Uh, why did Martin? Hasn't this put whole on... thing been nitpicking? <laughs> these are more these are more like not related to any topic or scene. Okay, I but see. um, why did Martine put on earrings and makeup to? Because when she goes to the lab to pick up more uh, Morbius science stuff, she put she is visibly wearing makeup and earrings like she is going out to some sort of like dinner or dance or some sort of uh, fancy event. She's wearing I think she's wearing a dress underneath her clothes, but has Whoa. no specific <laughs> reason why. Hmm. Like why on earth is she wearing more makeup? Even, and I didn't earrings? even notice that one. That's, yeah, me either. <clears throat> that's how, like I said, these are nitpicking. Also, <laughs> after Milo does the murders at the bar, it says, uh, last night, two victims were killed last night at a bar popular popular with Wall Street traders. Yeah, that was a weird line. What does that have to do with anything? Yeah, that was a really weird <laughs> detail to throw like, in there. Like, we're supposed to feel bad about Milo doing 
But then you're saying Wall Street traders, like, oh, these guys are Wall Street traders. Who cares about Wall Street traders? I'm not but, even. So I'm not even sure a real we... news broadcast would do something like that. Like, I maybe it was oh, for yeah. realism. Like, oh, we'll throw as many details as possible because a real news broadcast might do that. I don't even think a real news broadcast would throw that detail in there. Yeah, they would and say their name like... of the bar and the and the regions. And but if there was like, oh, a bunch of murders are happening at this bar that are popular with uh, stockbrokers, it's like, okay. And then, that, and then they the, go, they're they're calling him the vampire murderer. <laughs> yeah, real creative name. I'm the like, greatest. you couldn't think of anything better than that, like the vampire slayer. Like, I, I don't know, just the, like the. You mean Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yo, do you want to take a break for a second? Vampire Abraham Lincoln, vampire hunter, is sounds like the dumbest yeah. premise for a movie, and it is pretty dumb, but. It has some of the greatest action sequences in it that I've ever seen in my life. It's <laughs> no offense, but I refuse it's, it's, to accept that. Matthew, <laughs> I know I have a blue. I have a Blu-ray copy of Vamp- of Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. I'm going to bring it to your house, and we're going to watch it. Okay, oh, it is the action scenes are incredible. Abraham Lincoln. This is a bit of a spoiler, but Abraham Lincoln has an axe. That is also a gun. Is <laughs> he There's in his hat? <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's in his axe. His axe is also a gun. His main weapon is an axe. And he does axe kung fu. And oh he like spins gosh. the axe. It's like, you've ever seen like gun, gun fu? Or gun yeah. kata, whatever yeah, they call yeah, it. Yeah. Where they, it's basically, it's axe gun fu. It's, he <laughs> spins the axe around. And it's, 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 it's incredible. It's breathtaking. There's a point gosh. where uh, it has... Um, What's his face? The guy who plays uh, Falcon. Um, Sam Wilson? Yeah, yes, it's I, Sam Wilson, I, but it's the name. Anthony Mackie. Uh, I'm blanking Anthony on Mackie. Right now. Yeah. yeah, Anthony, Anthony Mackie. Mackie. He has dueling revolvers, and he's jumping around this train with dueling revolvers, shooting vampires. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's, it's this is a really off track, but just like on the topic of vampires. It's he should have shot I'm, Morbius. Dude, I'm telling you. Look, the but one the one thing I, I remember about the one thing I remember about that movie was that it came out at the same time as an actual Abraham Lincoln like oh, yeah. biopic. Link, came out this yeah, like Daniel Day. <laughs> who Lewis planned that? Link, yeah, Daniel Day Lewis is Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, the same yeah. That's time the one. Lincoln, a serious three hour movie about uh, Lincoln in the Civil War. The Lincoln <laughs> lawyer also come out that year. I know it's no. not Abraham Lincoln, but that <laughs> would be funny. God, that is funny. Uh, but um, okay. Getting back on track, uh, I think we should start bringing it to the close. So we should start talking about the uh, the end of the movie. So stupid, we have the, the worst start, part. Yeah, the start <laughs> of the end of the movie starts with Morbius doing some science. He's doing a bunch of science all over the place with, while he's morbing, and he talks about he's got this serum that's quote unquote deadly to bats, deadly to humans, which is somehow in the Venn diagram of things that are deadly to humans and deadly to bats all they, they there's a lot of crossover but for some reason there's this very specific chemical that is also in the middle of that venn diagram <laughs> deadly to bats and deadly to humans and so i wrote down after he said that he was going to inject himself and i said hero sacrifices himself trope but that only works if i care about the hero <laughs> right. it only works if he's actually a hero <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly but um, but yeah, it's like his, his, his whole sacrificing bit. It's like I'm gonna inject it in my heart, 
and kill myself for the good of humanity for some reason. Because I don't care. Like, <laughs> I mean, it would be good for humanity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, also, we have what we talked about earlier. Dr. Nick. Doctor who was in the movie for five minutes dies. Am As I the second he gets there. Yeah. The and actual core, second he gets there. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he causes more. And after his death causes Morbius to go full morb because he starts morbing all over the place. He even he's morbing even harder than he was morbing. before. which that's hard. <laughs> I have a comment about what happens next. This is the longest uh, string of sentences I wrote. Oh, because no. I actually had to watch the scene twice. <laughs> Because I I had to do a double take as to what happened, uh, so when you know, Milo gets Martine and like Morbius is like tracking him down, trying to save her or whatever, uh, which is like he gets the call while he's helping Nicholas, and all Morbius can say when she's dying is. I'm sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he leans in to kiss her. Oh, okay. And she I have bites so his lip. Things. I have and so many draws things to talk blood. about. And I have so many things to talk about. She licks scene. it and dies. Yeah, that was awful. Far, it was so Least bad. romantic couple I've ever seen on screen, and it was the least emotional sacrificial death I've seen. I could ever. not believe yeah. what I was watching. I'm like, what and is without this? Without hesitation, he just goes, all right, time to drink her blood. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. So, okay, so I'm so confused about that. So was she giving him, like, oh, you're drinking blood. You're going to go full Morbius. You're going to go yeah. you're more, even harder Said, than you were just Make morbing. it worth it. Yeah. You're going to go Morbius. You're going to go Morbius <laughs> level two. You're going to level up on your Morbius skit. <laughs> your mor- on your Morbin meter. You're going to go to level two. Apparently she's got super blood. <laughs> so was that her? Was that her idea? Because it also seemed like she was drinking his blood to become a vampire. Right. Yeah. She got the the one little drop on her lip, and then she like licked it in the weirdest way I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that, I had to watch that. I was scene just like, a few what? Times to figure I couldn't out figure out on. if it was his no, blood or no. her blood, but it was his because she yeah. bit his lip. I'm like, I was so confused because so it seemed weird. like. It seemed like, oh, I'm taking your blood so I'll heal and be better. But then it was like, yeah. then it was also like, oh, is she giving him her blood so he can go full morb? <laughs> and, and then I've got a comment about full morb. His level up was not a level up. I timed how much time in the movie it takes for him to get his butt obliterated. <laughs> Most of the fight. One minute and 40 seconds. <laughs> You're hitting your table a lot. He's mad. He's it's fuming so about this dumb. movie. <laughs> Dawson's going. Dawson's about to go full. Morb. I'm going full morb. <laughs> Dawson be like, oh. so her sacrifice. Her sacrifice literally meant nothing. Yeah. It was, was it even a sac? I can't tell if it was a sac. I don't think it was because she came back. <laughs> the last I'm scene so of the movie is her opening her eyes, and she's got purple eyes. <laughs> I couldn't right. believe that so, when she woke up because I'm like, what the what the frick? So she's not even dead. <laughs> yeah. So, so you talked about the fight. This fight is just Morbius getting his butt kicked for a minute and forty-three yeah. seconds, and then he becomes a bat bender. Yeah, that yeah. dude. I <laughs> he was. Becomes a, he becomes was... a bat bender. Dude, okay. Yeah, let me break down my thought process while watching this 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 end scene. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> she's dead, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, he's getting his butt kicked, and then it's like, 
And then it's like Morbius just flips a switch and is like, all right, you've had your fun. Get ready for bats. And just sends every bat he can at him. And then the scene ends or whatever. And, I'm, and I look down and I feel like that scene literally lasted like two minutes collectively. Like the lasted longer than his fight where he got his butt kicked. Like the, it was like the shortest end game in a movie I have ever seen in my life. The comment I wrote for it is, Morbius is such a loser he can't even win his own fight. He has to point bats in the direction to fight his battle for him, so they can, so that he can stab Milo with something that's not even a cure but a poison. Oh yeah, I I, I said as as is going back to earlier when he was doing dumb uh, power breakdown for the audience so they could see what all his dumb stupid powers are uh, I said Jared Leto achieved his dreams of, beca- of being best friends with a bat because there's a, a, a <laughs> quote there's a scene in the scene where he's talking about that he says I've uh, the bats no longer treat me like an enemy they treat me like a brother oh yeah that scene <laughs> man and just so... drops through the five layers of concrete they broke through <laughs> Oh my gosh. And so, oh, yeah. Uh, wow, Morbius can control bats. Who gives a crap? <laughs> yeah, and then there was, that, there was the scene, we, the part we talked about earlier when he just touches the water, and I guess that did something. I couldn't figure yeah. out. I couldn't figure out what it was doing, but. And now apparently he's doing it, it again? Yeah, exactly. It's just like. Uh, I watched that scene a couple of times because I'm like, okay, he touches the water, but then, like, then what? Like, what is that? What's he actually doing by doing that? I'm not even sure. And I never figured yeah. it out. Yeah, uh, the fact that the the fact that there are this many bats living in this, living in uh, New York City sewers is the scariest part of this film. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Because there are so many bats that co- enough for him to do. Yeah, no, it's enough insanity. for him to do. Uh, make a bat fist and punch Milo with it, and then they fly out of the sewer at the end to hide Morbius's escape. How is Tyrese Gibson and his <laughs> dumb partner not running away and screaming in fear? Right. Because there are yeah. – I, I don't care how much of a, a hardened, uh, tough cop you are or stoic, staring cop you are like Tyrese. I would s- run away screaming like a child if that many bats flew out <laughs> – not only flew out of the sewer, flew out at my face. At school, a, f- a few months – a few months – I think it was uh, February of 2020, right before the pandemic started. There was a bat in our uh, that was hanging on the wall in the basement of our school. Most of our school takes is is in a is in a basement since we're downtown. So most of our school and the classrooms were in a basement. So in the common area where all the students go, there was a bat on the wall. That one bat was like, oh, I don't want to hang around near this. So if a billion of them flew out of the sewers of New York. <laughs> I'm leaving. Dude. I'm quitting my job. I am moving. That's, I'm that's gone. More, like seriously insane. Like what you were talking about earlier, even like um my cousins, which are also kind of your cousins, Andrew. Uh like we have we a long we, we have, have no a, time are, to explain how you that works. You guys have but, a complicated <laughs> family tree. Yeah, yeah we're like we have a yeah. <laughs> it's not as, it's honestly not as complicated as it sounds, and it's not as uh, sweet home Alabama as it sounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, it was at the ranch, uh, Andrew. <laughs> like that's not ominous cousins, at all. <laughs> the uh, ranch, <laughs> which him and I have both been to. Uh, yeah, like my cousins were there, and uh, it was just the girls uh, because my uncle had, I think he was out hunting or something or doing something, but like 
ran upstairs because there was a bat and like they like slammed the door to like get away from it like to their room and they just hear it into the wall (laughs) (laughs) and then they see its wings like and its claws going under the door it's like trying to get them holy crap this thing was like rabbit or something i couldn't believe they told me that story i'm like oh my gosh i never want to see a bat like in my life in broad daylight in actuality though i love bats because they eat mosquitoes and for that reason alone i love them for that reason, I mean, alone, I don't. I I'm not saying I want to. I want to kill them, or right, right, I just right, don't yeah, want yeah. them kill me. Just, don't <laughs> don't cut, just, them, just stay I, away I just from me. Be, I don't want to be in the same uh, area as them. If they're <laughs> in an area, if they're, in, I'm going to a different area. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I speaking. Do, oh, you're saying something. I was going to say I only have one more note on the movie. Then you can take the reins, Andrew. Um, but. So my last note of the movie was Milo's death is more emotionally, more emotional musically and emotionally from Jared Leto than the death of Martine, his love interest. Exactly. (laughs) This guy that he apparently didn't care about when he first met him and everything. I'm pretty sure he shed more tears in that Probably, scene than yeah, he did with yeah. Martine. Right as he's like, "No, no time to shed tears. I got to yeah. eat her." <laughs> I, I said, "I said all Mile wanted to do was not die an incredibly painful death." So Morbius, Morbius made sure he did exactly that <laughs> <laughs> by stabbing him with an incredibly painful serum. And all Milo said during the entire time was, "I don't want to die. I'm your friend. You gave me my name." I am your friend. Please don't let me die. I don't he want to die. He continues to call him the wrong name. <laughs> like, he was begging. And even at the end, he's like, just to show, he's like, we're not brothers anymore. Lucian. It's like, oh, yeah, that was his dumb name. Yeah, I didn't know. I kind of didn't know that was his name. I had to rethink <laughs> back. I'm like, Lucian, the crap. Oh. Yeah. We're yeah. not brothers anymore. I disown the name that I forced upon you. Yeah. So I wrote down sequel bait. So we have Lady Morbius, but. Martine opens her eyes and comes back to life. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyrese is still mad at Morbius because he he uh, he glares into the sewer and then glares up at the sky as Morbius flies. And then also, <laughs> which is a big plot point of the movie that was never resolved, Morbius never cured himself of needing to drink human blood. Right. Yep. He never... Ever... The biggest plot point of the movie was never covered. <laughs> he, never, he never cured himself. He never fixed it, at all. Like it's just always going to be a not problem. Not even a single bit. So, okay. And I wrote, anyone who's making who thought they were making a good movie is a moron. Like <laughs> anyone who thought they were coming coming to set and like this is it. This is my big break. They're gonna see my name in those credits and they're gonna be like, oh my goodness, you worked on that movie. Come work on this other movie. Like they, someone <laughs> thought. The writers, the I directors. Hope, I, I genuinely hope no one thought that, but I'm sure they're someone gonna make did. a Morbius two, and they're gonna be like from oh. the producers of Morbius. Boo! So, <laughs> so I, before before we talk about the uh, possibly end credit scene, the worst end credit scene in the history of uh, cinematic universes or any. Uh, Post credit scene. I'm gonna. I gotta find one thing for Jared Leto. They they made. Did you lose your point? Michael Keaton. 
No, I just I forgot not, to bring this up. Oh, they managed to make Michael Keaton not even sound great in the line. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Somehow. So, uh, so we're gonna bring we're gonna go into two two segments. The first segment is called uh, Sony and uh, Jared Leto are out of touch. So, <laughs> the first evidence is out of touch is I will send you guys this in the in in the chat is uh, the this video that. Jared Leto posted to Facebook, where in in which he is sitting on a couch reading a script, and the person uh, walks up to him. The person who's filming walks up to him and says and says something to the effect of, "Oh, let me see what you're working, you're reading, what's going on." And so uh, Jared Leto's like, "Oh no, I don't want to show it. I want to." And so eventually, he lets it be shown. And the script he's reading is Morbius 2, It's Morbin Time, written by Bartholomew Cubbins. Who's that? I have no idea. But <laughs> what Jared I get... Leto apparently doesn't understand why everyone's making fun of him and his, making fun of this movie and where the uh, phrase... Uh, the second part of this segment comes from Sony being out of touch when they re-released... Morbius back into film after the endless <laughs> yeah. string of uh, comments and memes and everything going. They took this as a, an effect of, oh, we're, everyone loves this. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Morbius re release. I could not believe that they re released that. I, I was uh, like, is this a joke? And it's like, clearly Sony doesn't understand how internet culture works. So they re-released Morbius to uh, okay. I think this is the right one. So uh, Morbius releases re-releases to theaters uh, to one thousand and thirty-seven cinemas, following the viral memes on social media over the weekend of uh, I believe it was uh, in. Uh, the end of May, I think they re-released it in. So, uh, according to Forbes, they raked in just about two hundred eight thousand dollars. Hmm. <laughs> so, and that's in over a thousand cinemas across the country. Gosh, they re-released it. So, there's the segment of more of Morbius uh, of Sony and Jared Leto being out of touch. <laughs> the second, the second segment is called Tyrese Gibson thinks too highly of this movie. <laughs> so we talked about earlier about how my, Tyrese Gibson was also supposed to uh, have some sort of robot superhero arm earlier or throughout the film. And he was going to fight Morbius or fight my or do something interesting, but heaven forbid we have anything interesting done when it comes to this uh, movie. So, in an interview, he talked about having the robot arm. Maybe that's something we'll see in Morbius 2. So, Tyrese Gibson had some hope for a, a Morbius 2. The, uh, the, next, the second part of this segment comes from a tweet that was set out that was supposed to be a quote from Martin Scorsese, who uh, is a very famous director... He directed um, Goodfellas, uh, 
and other movies that I'm blanking on at this time. <laughs> Goodfellas so, and others. <laughs> yes, Goodfellas and others. If you know movies, you know Morton Scorsese. Mm-hmm. Did a lot of stuff. Yeah. And so um, uh, this was a tweeted quote that was supposed to be from Martin Scorsese. And it says, I was aghast to find out it was based on a comic book. This is the truest height of cinema. And even I cannot top it. What? A wise man admits when all is when he is wrong, and I was wrong. I apologize to all bet to all comic book movie. And then it's a picture. It's, it comes with a picture of him, suppose a Photoshop picture of him standing in Morbius premiere logo. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> and so this is an obvious joke for everyone who knows that this movie is terrible. Yeah, but Tyrese Gibson put this on his uh, Instagram and said. Wow, wow, wow. I can't believe what just happened. Whoa. Cheers and hats off to you. Uh, this, isn't, this, this is so amazing, King. This is the king of kings of cinema. Martin Scorsese, this is huge. <laughs> the, and the comments, some of the comments in this screenshot say, how do we tell him? Who's going to tell him? Just, some, just saw Morbius. It was the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> so that was our beautiful segment called Sony and Jared Leto are out of touch, and uh, Tiger Scripson thinks too highly of this movie. Mm-hmm. So now we can talk about this terrible, uh, god awful mistake of a uh, end credit scene where a big flashy light appears, a la Spider Man No Way Home, where and then uh, Adrian Toomes, the vulture, Michael Keaton, appears to flash out of existence into a prison cell <laughs> as if transported from another universe. And his, uh, he, he looks around, pats himself down as given fantastic direction by the, uh, by the director of this film. Surprising that this film had a director, uh, <laughs> pats himself down and looks around and his only response to being shifted from one prison cell to another prison cell in an alternate universe says, Oh, I at least hope the food's good food's in this better joint. better in this joint. This joint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it goes on to say, Oh, since he doesn't exist in this universe, he is going to, he's going to trial. So to see that if he can be let free. So we transfer into a different end credit scene where Morbius is driving out to the middle of the desert, but we can still see New York City <laughs> in the distance. So where does this take place? Where is this location where Morbius looks around, he gets out of his Bugatti uh, that he's driving apparently. And he looks at his watch, his uh, Castillo watch he's been wearing this entire time. <laughs> and then looks out, his eyes go squinty like he does. A figure flies from the flies in from the darkness. It's the vulture in full vulture regalia. His entire MC costume, (laughs) which raises the question: Where did he get it from? Why does this universe have a vulture costume? I will write down the exact words, and I will say it in the exact way I have it written. Why is the vulture here? Where did he get a vulture suit? Why would Morbius know who Spider-Man is? This movie is so freaking dumb. <laughs> because he says to himself, he says, and clearly the worst ADR studio 
that has ever existed on Earth, he says, uh, I don't know how I got here, but I think it's got something to do with Spider's Man. <laughs> and <laughs> I know that uh, a few, a few, I know a couple of guys like us should team up to do some good. And Morbius says, intriguing, and then it ends, and then I threw myself out a second story. <laughs> because, oh my goodness. I didn't think they could make an end credit scene like that, which theoretically could have been cool, and just make it so freaking lame. It's it's terrible, because Interesting. why? Intriguing. <laughs> what? Michael, yeah. What do you mean, Michael intriguing? Keaton's, Michael Keaton's Adrian Toomes was such an interesting and well-written and oh, well-acted so uh, character. And to be seemingly wasted, thrown out with the trash, thrown into the garbage disposal like he's nothing, mm-hmm. is like, what? Yeah, exactly. He was so good in Homecoming, Spider-Man Homecoming. And so... then just to see him reduced to just thrown into the Sony universe, which is like... The worst yeah. universe to go into. So, these two last notes that I have, and then we're, we're at the end, is I feel so bad for Matt Smith. He has been he has been burned twice by pop culture, first by Star Wars, and now by this steaming pile of poo. Oh yeah, I forgot about the whole Star and, Wars thing. Yeah, he was, which is an intriguing uh, idea. Is he was supposed to play like the young emperor? Yeah, he yeah, was, yeah. Had this, he had, apparently had like a whole bunch of scenes that he shot and everything. That just got dumped, and so now he's been burned twice by this. I mean, and... I'd rather him not be in that atrocious movie. So I don't know. Maybe that could have. Maybe that would have made it. I don't know. Okay. At least his scenes. At least his scenes would have been interesting. Yeah. yeah. And so my final piece, my final note, my final thoughts on the film. This movie is terrible because it's so boring. It really that's is kind of boring. The worst thing a movie can be is. Boring. One job is to entertain you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have. I have in my possession. I'm a bit. I'm an avid movie guy. I have a what? lot of movies. You, of, you a movie I've guy? Seen a lot of movies. You'll see if you ever come to my. Church. I don't know why you'd be in my home, dear listeners. <laughs> and for those of you who know me, I have a ton of Blu-rays just stacked around all place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I, I'm the first to admit. Not all of them are good. Oh yeah, I'm. I can see right now. I have. I can see. Uh, nonstop, which is a movie about oh, Liam yeah. Neeson being taken hostage on an airplane. Like I said earlier, I have a Blu-ray of. Uh, what do you call it? Vampire. Oh, the uh, Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunters. Hunters. Let's see what other uh, any other terrible movie. Not terrible, but bad movies I have in here. Um, Not terrible, but bad. It's the same thing. I know. Home <laughs> hey. videos. No. Home videos. <laughs> Here's me when I was 10. <laughs> I can't really see any of them, but I know I have uh, Battle Los Angeles. Oh, wow. Here, but it was, I forgot uh, about that a, one. <laughs> it was a bad movie that came out, but I love sci-fi, or set, sci-fi military stuff set in urban settings. Um, well, it's got that. See. Uh, I can't really see obvious bad ones, but I can see a lot of good ones because, mm-hmm. you know, of course they're good. They've been chosen by me, but, uh, <laughs> but all those movies, things haven't, all those things have in common is that they severely entertained me. Oh yeah. I thought they were very good. They're, um, 
I have Face Off around here, which is a movie wherein Nicolas Cage and John Travolta swap faces. So the movie starts out with John Gosh. Travolta playing playing one character, and then Nicolas Cage playing another, and then they swap faces. So John Travolta is now playing Nicolas Cage playing that character, and now Nicolas Cage is playing John Travolta playing that. How weird! Which is an insane plot for a movie, but is an incredible movie because John Woo is an incredible director of the movie. He does incredible action. Uh, I wrote a paper about it, and I think I I wrote a paper one. I watched it at home, and I was in awe. And then I wrote, went to school the next day, and I had not written a paper for school. It was like a five hundred word page, five hundred word paper, not page, five hundred word, <laughs> five hundred page paper, five hundred page. This yeah. it's a five hundred word paper that I had not written until that day in class. And so uh, I spent, it wasn't due until the end of class. And so I spent the entire rest of the class typing out this insane paper where I wrote these, this exact sentence. This movie was like Citizen Kane if George Orwell had two gold-plated Berettas. <laughs> which that were, that he did have, uh, Nicolas Cage's character did have in that movie. As nice. both... Nicholas Cage playing himself and Nicholas Cage playing John Travolta playing that character. Mm-hmm. So, while it's like I said, movies can be bad. They can be weird. They can be dumb. They can be stupid. But if they are entertaining, if yeah, they can the entertain key. you, if you walk away entertained, then it does its job. It's successful. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's good. It's 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 tough, up to your interpretation. You can have a really boring movie that, you, that other people like. People like different things, but this movie was so boring. Yeah. So painfully boring. It was just it was just nothing. It was nothing. It was full yeah. of tropes and cookie cutter cookie cutter. <laughs> cookie cutter sequences. Yeah. Of just the most inane, pointless, mind numbing, the boring cinema i've ever seen in my life. i like to use the word uninspiring like i exactly. came i came out just remarkably uninspired with it it's just kind of like exactly was it like again going back to my original like starting point it's like was it like the stupidest dumbest worst movie i've ever seen in my life no but like it was just unbelievably dull there just wasn't anything that really captured my attention for an extended period of time i need to show you guys the room and uh birdemic Oh gosh, I know about Birdemic. <laughs> Bird De- the Room and Birdemic are two famously awful movies, but they're fam- they're they're very different. Birdemic is is fun because if you've seen it and then you you know how terrible it is, but the best part of watching it again is watching other people watch it who have not seen it for the who are watching it for the first time. <laughs> because it's so painful and terrible <laughs> that watching other people suffer from this movie is incredible and the room is just incredible for entirely oh, I've reasons. Seen it's like it sounds like room. it sounds like when my friend in high school handed me a remote controller and said here why don't you try dark souls and i had never heard of dark souls in my life <laughs> it's like, that's that's probably how it is <laughs> That guy does not like you very much. I walk over to the, the first. Room. I walk over to the first chest and it eats me. I'm like, what the crap is this? Exactly. <laughs> you know, the room is so notoriously bad that it's gotten its own movie as a result. Like yeah, about there, the room. there is a there is a movie about the making of the room, which is based on a book about the making of. The room. 
which is a fantastic if you it's a fantastic book but you have to watch the room to understand the book so you gotta understand the lore (laughs) exactly but uh it's a fantastic the room is just fantastic but those are terrible movies that are that have some redeeming quality of being so bad that it's entertaining to i was watch. saying you like say so it goes, bad, it goes back to your point where at least when you're watching it you're entertained in some capacity yeah you have entertainment it's providing you with a sense of entertainment so even if you're just laughing at how bad it is <laughs> it still counts. exactly exactly still counts exactly exactly so that was our lengthy extensive uh, yell about Morbius. I cannot, be, I cannot believe you guys made me watch this movie. I cannot <laughs> believe it. <laughs> like, oh, this is so dull. <laughs> I, I, I want to do one of these again. Uh, I know we talked about uh, Fan 4 Stick, which is the 2017 or 2016? A, no, movie, 2015. a movie I've avoided. I've seen the I've seen the 2000 <laughs> uh, the 2004 2005 whatever. The one with uh, Captain America as Johnny Storm. I've oh, seen yeah. I've seen that one. I've avoided the Isn't newest bad. one. I've No, it's oh. not. I actually kind of enjoyed it, but I've noticed I've intentionally avoided Fan Stick because I just know it's so bad. Oh, yeah. It's so <laughs> terrible. So I'd like to do, again in the future, one of these complain about a movie again. Well, there will probably, le- uh... probably be less scenes that make me feel like passing out in that movie, so that'll be a plus. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> It'll make you pass out because it's just Boring. so terrible. <laughs> uh, there was a Fantastic Four that came out in the... Uh... I think the '80s. Oh, is it the, it, is that it te- is that the one that like never released or something like that? Yeah, it technically yeah. never came out because <laughs> it uh, it was only made so that Fo- uh, not Fox, was it Fox? Uh, That's yeah, Fox. That's yeah, how Fan Fantastic like was made too. Is they needed yeah. to keep the rights. Yeah, and so they could keep the rights. It's like obviously you're not making anything with, you're not making any movies with these, and you're not doing anything. Just let it go. Right, exactly. But no, they must but, keep it for reasons. Yeah, but it was a movie that was made. It was made, uh, fully edited, put and uh, taken care of, and everything. Never, uh, never released. It was only, <laughs> the only reason people have seen it is like copy up, and so that's how people have seen it. Just pirate but, uh, it. But yeah, I'd very much like to do one in the future. So <laughs> now I have to take a nap after. Uh, yelling about Morbius. Brain. I know. <laughs> yeah, we got Andrew yelling at full capacity and Dawson hammering his desk. <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm it's so brought, thankful this that this movie brought a lot of emotions out of us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so thankful that uh, that Matt, that uh, Matthew uh, Dawson brought wrote down a bunch of the dialogue because I would not have remembered. It was yeah, such no, I will, I'm definitely going to do something like that if for the next time we do this. I definitely intend to take better notes than I did. I just have like. The bulletest of bullet points written down, like exactly. just, just like the most bare bones list you could possibly have. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. So I think that's uh, that's it. <laughs> Gosh, that so. was a movie of all the movies I've seen. That's one of them. Yep, that was a was a thing. It was an hour and forty four minutes of. That I'll never get back. I was I I was very grateful it was not two plus hours long. I did appreciate oh, like, that part of it. I don't even know how they would have gotten two hours out of that. <laughs> they would know how they, they would have made Martine lick more blood off her lips. <laughs> <laughs> a, four, a twenty minute scene of them 
licking blood off of each other's lips. <laughs> oh, oh boy. gosh, I... I'm gonna throw All up right, just I thinking about that. that. <laughs> we gotta get out of here before this gets any worse. Like us on Facebook, follow us on uh, Instagram, uh, leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice, and uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs> and check out our merch store. It is. Live. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's true. Ma- forgot to mention, uh, we launched uh, a merch store. You can you'll see more about that on our social media. So, like I said, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and you'll see about that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Later.